Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Okay, he got the text. I was going to say it on the air, but he got the text. That's good. All right. Yeah, I actually had my phone in my hand. Felt the vibration, checked it out, and there it was on A. And, Damon, you may at some point in time, maybe not necessarily right now, but we're getting dead air, uh, the receive uh, on their end. For some reason, they're getting dead air on yeah. B. So On tile on B, yeah. On tile on B. Uh, Trey, did you uh, – I know it was an 8 o'clock uh, game last night, uh, late start. Uh, did well, you I make it? I still went or watched it. Well, no, I'm talking about being there, being there, being at the game. You might be asking if I got out of any Valentine's Day obligations. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) did you? Yeah, a lot of... A lot of singles out there last night at the basketball game. <laughs> I, bet, I was I was out there. I I fulfilled my Valentine's Day responsibilities ahead of time. So, uh, yes, I was there and uh, enjoyed uh, an entertaining first half. And then, um, wow, didn't didn't <laughs> forty six to twenty three was that the final score in the second half? I mean, uh, it, they just came out and I mean, Tennessee's got a very good basketball team. Tennessee's they good. got a really good That's team. Right. Yeah, there's no reason. No reason you should be getting waxed by 29 points on your home court. I don't care which team's coming in here. And Arkansas just, you know, I mean, we know they haven't come together. They've given us a little bit of false hope every now and then. Oh, you know, they play Kentucky tough and they go, you know, beat uh, Missouri on the road and then they fall apart against LSU or, you know, they, um, you know, beat Texas A&M. It's just, it's, we've had moments where it's like, man, they, I don't know if it's just matchups or what, and, and Dalton connects really good, and you know Tennessee's got a lot of good players, obviously, but uh, 29 points on your own court—that's just this team just never came together, and it's not because of a bunch of wild, crazy rumors and you know all the stuff that people are saying that are, that's happening that's not happening. Um, you know, people, players don't get along sometimes. It doesn't have to be a, a soap opera of uh, you know all this ridiculous stuff that's going on. It can just be. The guys didn't didn't have good chemistry, and maybe they're missing a couple pieces here and there, or, uh, you know, things like that. And that's that's basically what's going on. This team just never put it together, and if they do put it together, it's it's fleeting. So, uh, I mean, at this point, like, what do we? I mean, they've got a game at one o'clock on Saturday, so it's you know a quicker turnaround, which Muss isn't obviously very excited about. It's the second time that he's been upset about about that and why couldn't they play this on a Tuesday night, you know, instead of an eight o'clock on Wednesday. I think he's got a good point on that. But uh, you know, we'll see what what squad shows up against Mississippi State and um, which is a beatable team, even though it's on the road. But I mean at this point I think a lot of Razorback fans and I can tell just by, you know, article traffic and stuff, um, I think a lot of people are looking kind of to see what's what goes on this off season with basketball. That's right. I think it's very fair to say these schedules are made out in advance, and then yes. TV gets his hands upon it. And the 8 o'clock spot, the 8 o'clock slot, it, they are considering that to be your prime spot 
uh, and that is for TV. And obviously, if Arkansas was winning at the level they've been winning, maybe in past years, there would be near this, you know, moaning and groaning about how the schedule lines up because you're winning. Instead, when you're getting yeah. your doors blown off, then yeah, it it can be kind of frustrating. But these these Absolutely. were done in advance. I mean, normally, I think Rick, we can be safe to say, probably not once a week, but probably at least once every other week, uh, we would have a a, a six o'clock tip off, which yeah, means we we're we're gone at five thirty. Yeah, we haven't had one yet. Got one next Tuesday. Got one next That's, Tuesday. That's yeah. the first one we've had in yeah. this season. But it's all about television. You but don't think you don't think television is griping right now? Oh gosh, we got Arkansas <laughs> eight o'clock. Exactly. They Everybody's Arkansas upset with was Arkansas be good. schedule. <laughs> right. They thought Arkansas was gonna be right. good. That's why it's that way. Right. Yeah. And it hadn't played out well, that way. Everything on paper looked like they would be, right? Yep. I mean Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I get where Musselman's coming from, and as he puts it, you know, four hours to prepare for a team is an eternity, um, you know, to a college basketball coach, and may not matter. And that's kind of the way he put it: may not matter as much to, to us, but for them, it's a it's an eternity. And you know, you're also talking about playing Mississippi State. In addition to, and this is what he means by the second time it's happened. In addition to having to play um, an eight o'clock game on a Wednesday and then turn around for a one o'clock game on uh, a Saturday. Mississippi State has a week off. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they, they last played and so Missouri. LSU. And, so did, and LSU. so did LSU. And they also had a week to prepare. And that was an 11 uh, o'clock after game. Yeah. After Arkansas was coming off of a 7.30 p.m. game that Wednesday and then turned around to play an 11 o'clock game, a short turnaround against a team that had a week to, uh, to prepare for him. And he's got a point in it, but you're, you're absolutely right, Randy. I mean, if, if Arkansas was, was rolling and, and playing well, then, you know, we wouldn't be here. And this is, it's just like the kind of things that you, you start talking about when, when things aren't going well, you know. There's, there's, uh, and he was pretty clear to, you know, say this isn't the reason we lost. But, um, you know, at the same time, he's, he's kind of pointing to that's not an ideal scenario for them. Uh, but the bot- that's, not, that's not even the main reason this team is as bad as they are. The, the reason this team isn't, isn't good is because it's a bunch of pieces that don't match. The puzzle didn't come together. There's no chemistry with this team. Uh, I thought it was all encapsulated on that one play in the second half where, where Davenport throws it in, uh, and it, it's a bad pass uh, on the inbounds, and Devos basically leaves the painted area to go guard somebody, and the other guy just walks to the basket mm-hmm. <laughs> and scores because just like, like this awareness level is just not there with this team. And, um, you know, there's not an answer for this group. Well, go I mean, go talk to Sam Pittman, Coach Muss. Wasn't there a stretch this past football season where Arkansas played yeah. four consecutive road games? Yeah, and it was early in the Pittman season. Was, Pittman was kind of excited about it when you talked about him in the in the preseason. If you remember, <laughs> I mean, you can find clips where he was like kind of liked the way that schedule shaped up, and I was just looking at it going, "Really? Yeah, right. I don't know about that. Like maybe he later, knew his team would play better on the road than they did at home. Maybe maybe he had some kind of inkling on that. But uh, they certainly did play better on the road than they did at home for the most part. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's the way it seems to go for Arkansas sports. I, I did my uh, YouTube show today, and I, I let off just talking about women's sports. <laughs> I mean, 
talking about baseball and and you know we don't talk a whole lot about women's sports i'd love to but uh we don't you know it's just we just don't we can't drive the traffic uh for for covering women's sports so we don't you know we cover big events and stuff like that but that's about it but you know just started talking hey you know soccer season's coming up talked about the volleyball team a little bit what they did <laughs> you know earlier or late last year and um you know talked about gymnastics a little yeah, bit yeah tough loss you know, the other night it, yeah Sports, yeah, I think their second loss um, in a row, but they got a good gymnastics team. Softball's doing what lady, lady, lady Razorback basketball team is doing uh, better than the men's. They're not setting the world. I think they're seventeen and nine, but uh, you know, I'm just kind of trying to trying to talk about something positive. And of course, we got baseball, and you know, everybody hoping baseball starts a little bit earlier. Got a little bit of a, a wish they get an hour earlier, so uh, first pitch is at two o'clock on Friday. So that's good. Uh, but uh, please, baseball, we have so little. Do not let us down. We don't have a lot. No, I said that the other day. No pressure, Coach Van Horn. Let's talk to Tony. Well, I talk. Well, okay. Tony's usually there, but not this time. I, I do want to. I want a scoreboard. I want an official scoreboard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Patrick, are <laughs> you the there? Don't Only put the pressure on. I'm no. here, gentlemen. How All right. Take up the slack. I can't believe anybody would hang up on Trey. That's, That's so right. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, I, I know we're still in the season. I understand. There's just so many rumors swirling, and I've got to see what you guys think uh, about do you think that Musselman will leave if you do? Or, I just want to try to pick your brain about it, see what y'all may think. I really hope that we don't lose him. If we don't back up the truck, I don't care if it is after this terrible season, if we don't back up the truck and pay that man what he wants to stay, then we deserve to be in the basement forever because he has earned the right to get paid whatever he needs to get paid. If he leaves for somewhere else for more money, then shame on Arkansas and shame, 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 shame. So I just wanted to see what you guys may think. Uh, If he leaves for other reasons, I I mean, okay, I don't want to let him leave for anything, but – uh, just kind of picking y'all's brain what y'all think about that. Thanks, gentlemen. Have I a good day. It, Thank you, Patrick. I, I think if Musselman left, it's like a lot of people think it would be, and there's a thread on the, our Louisville board that people are saying it's done deal. He's headed to Louisville. Um, but I, I think if he left, it would be for a West Coast job. Or that, I don't think it would be money necessarily because I would mm, hope that Arkansas would, would match He's the money. Of, I think it would be the – one of the top ten paid coaches in the country yes, right now. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think it would be for the sense of newness and fresh start and feeling appreciated because he does have stuff to fall back on. Sam Pittman, if things don't go well this year, there's not a lot for him to fall back on and say, hey, you know, last year yeah, look his, what we did or year before. His house on for, Lake for Hot Mus- Springs, his lake and on, house on Lake Hot Springs are down there. That's what he has to fall back on. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. He doesn't have a record. Uh, yeah. to fall back on to say, hey, this is why I should be kept. And Musselman has right. that. He's he's put yeah. it together the last three years. Oh, You'd have to go back. Uh, Nolan Richardson is the only other guy. Right, but uh, I'm talking about the sense of feeling appreciated by, yeah. you know, the fans, administration, everybody, the sense of newness, the honeymoon vibe that you get from starting at a place new, all those types of things. Um, that would be what I would think. And Mus is what? He's 59, almost 60. So, um, you know, I, don't, I, I wouldn't say for a guy – as active as him and as sharp as him he's coming around the you know tail end of his career or anything like that i think he's got 
a lot of coaching left in him. So I don't think he'd look at it like, you know, one more run somewhere else. I think he can retire at Arkansas. That's what I would hope would happen because, again, he's the best coach that Arkansas has had in a quarter century. I keep repeating that, and I know people are probably tired of hearing me say that, but, I mean, who's the last coach that led Arkansas to three straight Sweet 16s? Yeah, Nolan. Nolan Richardson's the only other guy that ever did that. Um, Musselman just checks a lot of boxes for me. He's having a bad year. Dave Van Horn had a bad year. You know, we weren't talking about running him out of town. Yeah, um, no. So, Coach K had a bad year the year before his last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so to me, like, I just I, I worry about all this, you know, just the talk right now. And, and a lot, I know a lot of that's Internet, and, um, you know, most fans out there are appreciative of him, and I, just, I hope they recognize that because, um, yeah, I would hate to see him leave because he thinks, you know, there's – something better somewhere else. And, and Arkansas just has, uh, when you talk about basketball especially, just has so much potential. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The only thing is there are some coaches that just have to move. He was at yeah. Rapid Cities in the CBA for five years. This is fifth year at Arkansas. He's never been any, anywhere else that long. And so you that that's the only thing is sometimes coaches get the itch. Yes. Because you're right. Uh, people say, yesterday somebody, called, I guess, gave us a live fan feedback and said, well, he could go somewhere else where he have a better chance to win. I'm thinking, where? Yeah, where? Kansas isn't open. North Carolina and Duke aren't open. Where do you have a better chance to win than Arkansas? That doesn't mean you're going to, but you got yeah. a chance to. Yeah. And can cement your legacy, which I think he's, exactly. he's already started doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, you're you're right on on the itch, and it's it's kind of with coaches. There's there was an assistant coach who told me a long time ago that as an assistant coach, you need to you to leave wherever you're at every few years, so you don't get fired. <laughs> and you you know, gonna tell me like Brian Kelly wasn't thinking that a little bit at Notre Dame, you know? Oh, After a while, no matter how yeah. successful you are, right. people get a little tired of you. You know, they get a little tired of hearing you. You know, look, Sam Pittman, people start, you know, saying the things that he says, you know, some some of the, the crutches he has verbally that he leans on. People start twisting those around a little bit, using it too much. I don't know. And uh, when he says uh, this, that, and the other, and, um, you know, just some of the things that he says a lot. So, uh, you know, people, people kind of get tired of you after a while, and you start losing, and people start seeing patterns of why you're losing, and, you know, just like so and so to do this, and you know, there's there's a certain there's a certain thing that comes with longevity after a while. So, uh, hopefully, he doesn't feel that because again, I think it would be in Arkansas would attract a quality coach. Arkansas could attract a quality coach, but the odds of him having as much success as Musselman has, and you know, building on on all that is you know probably probably less than if you just kept Musselman. Well, let's face it, this year was a bust. But in most years, he has used the transfer portal magnificently. Yeah. So can you get another guy that can do it that well? Because he's just he's he's gotten good players here every year, and he got talented players here this year. It just didn't work yeah. for some reason. I tell you what else I, I hate is the optics of losing your coach. And I thought back to like, you know, when Houston Nutt was being courted by Nebraska ages ago. I just remember thinking, like, there were people that were frustrated and wanted him to get an offensive coordinator. But then it was when that came about, people were like, well, I mean. I want him to get an offensive coordinator. I don't want him to leave. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at the time, you know, and it, but so the, it's the, kind of the optics of losing a guy to another program that you would consider, you know, a part, you know, on part of your program or, or beneath you, losing somebody 
uh, having them walk away and go somewhere else voluntarily. Um, you know, it's not an optic that I think sits well with, with fans of any school. Oh, you remember the backlash over Coach Sutton going to Kentucky. Yeah. How how many years did he have to live with that? He would have crawled. Yeah, that he just yep. shouldn't have said that. I yeah. think people would have accepted it if he hadn't said that. That one hung in the mm, forever. All right, let's talk with Toby. Two. Two out of Ooh, three. You wasn't the first call either. Uh oh. Mm, two out of three. Huh. Let's talk with uh Rick. Rick won't let us down. Rick, good afternoon. You have a question or comment yes, for sir. Trey. Oh, yes, sir, Trey. Uh, uh, over here in East Arkansas, uh, uh, we follow basketball, uh, football really hard, and all Razorback sports. But uh, it's, most of fun is totally in charge of his hiring and his recruits in the NIL. Yep. And I give him a pass this year. No, I give I give him a pass because he, he took us to some places we hadn't seen since Nolan Richardson. But uh, I guess the NIL, because he used to get junior college transfers and Nobody's transfers without the NIL at but the NIL I think has kinda put a kink in everything. What do y'all think about that? And that's my question. Nobody's really recruiting Thank junior you, Rick. college players. It's pretty sparse on mm-hmm. that end of things these days. Nolan used to do it really well, but uh you don't really see um, you know, just like you never said, when's the last time you saw somebody come out of Hargrave Military Academy? <laughs> you know, you should seem like Arkansas got a guy out there every every other year or so or play somebody there. Um, yeah, I mean, NIL has changed everything. It's um, it's all very ridiculous, um, the whole setup. <laughs> I went off on a tangent on that already today. But, um, yeah, I mean, buying players is just, um, you know, you're, you're, you're – it's not supposed to be used for recruiting, but we're – <laughs> but it's used for recruiting. <laughs> We're using it for recruiting. We're telling players you can get so much money to come to Arkansas. I mean, like, I mean, I'm not citing any specifics, but like the fact that Tennessee's getting in trouble right now for doing what everybody else is doing is just absurd. Um, the whole, the whole, the whole system is based on a loophole. The whole system is based on a, on just a loophole. That's all it is. But uh, yeah, NIL's uh, an issue. But if you're Arkansas and you um, want to compete, then you need to embrace it. I will say this, at the basketball game, I saw more uh, Arkansas Edge NIL stuff uh, through the announcers on the on the big screen, all that stuff than I've ever seen at uh, any Arkansas sporting event in the past. So uh, there is an uptick in that, so that's good. But, again, it's as we talked about the other day, what did we say the number was, $167 million in revenue? Yes. And, uh, and Arkansas, the fans and boosters are the uh, ones that the onus has put on to – to yeah. support the player salaries. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Right. But yeah. uh, in addition to everything else that you're uh, asked to do in terms of donating Razorback Foundation, just so you can get seats and parking for the games, uh, uh, it's, it's a lot to put on the fan. It's just, it's all, it's all quite ridiculous. It, name, image, and likeness, NIL. And it made me think about it just because I was thinking about Ed O'Bannon because they announced the NCAA uh, college football game today. Uh, but this is not, this is not what NIL is. NIL is, 
paying somebody to be a sponsor for your business, not yeah. pulling all your money together so you can buy players to go mm-hmm. to your school. But that's the loophole that we're in now. And if you want to compete, then that's the game that you have to play. If you're Arkansas, if you're a fan of Arkansas and you have to ask yourself, you know, with your own checkbook, how much do I want to win? And it's a floating number. Yeah. Because Meanwhile, I, I think it's going to vary from year to year. What? Oh yeah. What it's, kind of resources you're going to need? Yeah. <laughs> it's gone up dramatically. What these guys are getting paid in a very mm-hmm. short amount of time, and uh, that's yeah. I mean, that's 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 what it is. Again, the university made 167 million dollars in athletic revenue last year in 2023. But you you guys listening are the ones that need to pay for the salaries. That's the system that's been set up. It's not the University of Arkansas's fault. They didn't set it up. They didn't set it up like this. This is the game that's has, that has to be played until we can get some kind of reform, which is, is desperately needed. And, again, you know, NIL, transfer portal, all this stuff, this is stuff that can be very beneficial to Arkansas. It needs to be reformed, but it can be very beneficial to Arkansas as an athletic institution. It just because of the size of the state, the population, the talent pool you draw from, um, you get kids in the transfer portal that aren't worried about recruiting. They're worried about finding a place that fits them and that they can play. They've already been through the hoopla, and that can benefit Arkansas. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's TreyMediaOfHogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway. Stay tuned.